Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. Welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. Top of the hour here. It is July 23rd. If you missed any part of our show, you can check us out on all the podcast platforms. We are also on YouTube TV, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Allo Channel 951. And then, did I hear right? We're on Amazon Prime? Yeah, we're on Amazon Prime. Oh. Uh-oh. Now we We've can... always been on Amazon Prime, yeah. but not live. But has uh, it always y- been bri- live? No, I don't know if it's always been live, okay. but you can, you can get the show there now. Yeah. Ooh. Sure. Well, I know the podcast. Podcast always. has always been on there. Okay. Uh, I don't think we stream live there. Though. Okay. So we just the podcast. Okay. Yeah. We don't have Allo, but we do have Amazon Prime. I've seen it on Amazon Prime. Oh, you podcast. never said anything to me about what, it. What are you going to do with this information? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. Download Listen, more podcasts. You, uh, just bump your numbers. Right. Yeah. Fun <laughs> fact, Jeff hates listening to You hate listening to yourself. I, you never listen back to your show? I cannot yeah. do it. You've never listened to I your will. Show. It doesn't bother me, but you hate it. We'll be in the car like when in our trip to Colorado when our show was on. And I tr- tried to turn it on. You're like, turn it off. <laughs> it's just one of those. I don't know. It's just you just. I just you don't like it. Don't really like listening to myself talk on here. I did last Sunday. I did that too. I tried to harass you with it, but you didn't like it. So. And some of our instructors at Farrell's, like we re- we record workouts for virtual, mm-hmm. and they don't like to watch their workout either. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's entirely uncommon not it's to not. listen to yourself back, I know. but I do think it can be good practice. That's true. Because it's not comfortable <laughs> it's listening to yourself. But yeah. I remember listening to my first few shows being like, okay. I have zero desire to go back and listen to, <laughs> to well, those you, shows. You were listening and, and you're like, well, I, I said, what did you used to say a lot? I just, like, I, a lot of like, yeah, uh huh, mm hmm, talk as the other person's talking. Uh huh, yep, too much. Yeah, yep, that's what you did. But <laughs> I edit those, our virtual videos. And so I do hear myself a lot when I edit our virtual workouts. So I think I'm just used to it by now. I know what I sound like. It is what it is. Yep. Anyway. Well, we have a couple texts. <laughs> so the first one came a little bit ago. Uh, last four digits, 4219. So we're not sure who that is. They texted and said, thanks, Amy, for sharing her story. What a great guest. So I don't know if, oh, that's, I don't know if that's one of your close personal friends or Probably. <laughs> just a random person. That's cool. um, Missouri phone number. Missouri phone number. Yeah. We yeah, also, well. also got a text from Jeremy the Grill Master. Who we've also had on our show. So you hear that name, Amy, (laughs) the Grill Master. And this is what the Grill Master says. And this is a high compliment. Mm -hmm. Proven Grill Master. We've seen it live. Proven Grill Master. (laughs) Grill Grill Master says, I love that burger, and I always get it when I am there. Yeah. Loves the smoking gun. Yep. So that is some... And Jeremy, the grill master, just ripped on me because I like my steaks well done. He, I don't eat. He, he, oh, oh, he, yeah. <laughs> That's a he is, That's yeah. Like appropriate response. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, but no, that's a high compliment for that. Yeah, yeah it Thank is. Thank you very much, yes. Jeremy. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So, let's, if you have any questions or comments, you can reach us on the Starter Heyman text line at 402 464 5685. So, if you have any comments for Amy or questions, because we're going to get into some, to hiking and mountain climbing and a bunch of cool stuff. So, Amy, you now live out in Portland, Oregon. So, what led you to move from beautiful Lincoln, Nebraska? <laughs> to Portland, Oregon. Scenic, scenic. <laughs> it's where people tell me they drive through. Yes. They don't like yep. stop. No. no, they just drive through. 
Um, so I was living in Nebraska and I was working at, uh, I, I should have also said I worked at fireworks also for about, uh, eight years or so. Uh, so I worked at fireworks in Laszlo's, uh, you know, six days a week, one day off. Um, and I think it was after Dustin had passed away that I was like, what am I doing with my life? And I kind of wanted to put it out like in the universe, like I'd like to go somewhere. I'd like to do something. And um, at about that same time, Moana came out and my um, I call her like my Nebraska family, Jackie. Uh, she said she said you should watch Moana. I think you'd really like it. And I watched it over and over and over and over because I just thought she was amazing because she's not going out for love. You know, she's going out for adventure and mm-hmm. uh, to find the heart of Tafiti to help her people. And I just thought. I mean, I visited Oregon in like 2002 and um, I remember it being really beautiful Um, and I kind of tried to put it out. Like I tried to look for um, people in California that maybe needed uh, a roommate because my brothers live out there. And so maybe, you know, maybe I could be close to my brothers, Um, but nothing like no doors were really opening. And uh, then a friend of mine had happened to uh, reach out to me and she told me that she was sober and how she was having, there was a room opening up in her house and it was only going to be like $200 a month, I think, or $300 a month, which I am now discovering is like, that doesn't happen, but it's also, (laughs) it was like the worst house. It was kind of unlivable. (laughs) Really, It was like a shell of a house, but it doesn't matter because it got me to where I am, you know, so um, and so what I did was, uh, I talked to a friend and, um, asked if I could stay in her basement in, uh, in Lincoln. And she said yes. And so I could save money. And then, uh, I got rid of everything I owned and, um, or most everything, everything else I could fit in my car. Um, I fit in my car and, uh, after I'd saved up a few thousand dollars and I just drove out to Oregon, um, and just, I was like, screw it. I just want to have adventures. I want to see waterfalls. Waterfalls was the biggest thing on my mind. Waterfalls, because mm-hmm. they're so beautiful. And I want to live. I want to really live, you know. And I want to, I, I don't care what happens. I just want opportunities. And uh, so, uh, basically, that was it. I just got in my car, and I drove one day. And um, now I'm here. Uh and when I first got to Oregon, I just kind of like, I, since I had to pay only like two, $300 a month for rent, I just kind of like went everywhere I could. And just, I don't think I was like hiking a lot. I was just having a lot of cool adventures. Right. And um, from there it went, um, I think I'd reached out to a couple friends on social media that I saw posting pictures of waterfalls and um, they were like off trail waterfall finders and, uh, asked if I could have an adventure with them and they said yes. And then they introduced me to my friend Amber who was into hiking and it's just kind of like, it's all kind of taken off from there. Uh, and now I'm climbing mountains. Like this is just something so wild. Like I would have never in my wildest dreams imagined like where I'd be from like wishing I could die every night. So right. like here, you know where I'm at now. I'm so grateful to be here. Yes. Well, the so, we had just went to Colorado Springs. And, oh yeah. And I I was emailing we so we wanted to climb uh, Pikes, Pikes Peak. Peak. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is like the worst spring for snowfall in Colorado Springs. It's our fault. We shouldn't. It's our fault we, for planning the trip. I know. And when I <laughs> when I booked the trip in April, um, my brother lives in Breckenridge, so okay. he's very. He's, I mean, probably similar story to him too. He went there. Went there for his honeymoon. Yep, and then came back to Iowa and was like, "This is." not it and moved back and he's been in Colorado his whole life since then he's been in Colorado for almost 30 years (laughs) yep (laughs) but he I when I told him like okay we want to because we've had we've had um a guest on that's climbed Mount Kilimanjaro uh so we we were like okay well we want to do this we want to see this scenery at the top of this big mountain something yeah so so we Mm -hmm. the reason we chose Pikes Peak was because you could ride down Right, you oh, climb nice. up and then you ride the train down. They the have bottom. a train, yeah. So you get to climb yeah. up, hike up, get a fourteener under your belt, and then just take the Krog Railway back down, and you don't have to hike back yes. down. Yes, yes. So that was our plan. But when I told him we were going in June, he was like, "You're probably not going to be able to do it because yeah. there's going to be snow at the top." So, but they had. They, so he was right. There was probably three or four feet of snow past the tree line on pikes in fact like that friday before we went they had to do a rescue Mm -hmm. because somebody was trapped in the snow and we're like okay the highest point we'd ever hiked was like 400 feet (laughs) i mean (laughs) yeah we we climbed up the scott's bluff monument out there in scott's bluff and then this little mountain not even a mountain just a little bluff or cliff In Arizona, in Yuma. So that was our experience. Yeah. But um, Jeff's brother was going to come with us on the hike to Pikes Peak. So we weren't going to be just like novices out there. We were going to have our expert yeah. with yeah. us too. So Rod was going to come with us. Yeah. So we didn't even attempt to do it. No. Um, but like driving to Colorado Springs, and this is kind of what we were talking about, how like, you know, why you moved out to Oregon was because of the scenery and the mountains and how beautiful it is. And I... We were driving to Colorado Springs, and you're looking at Pikes Peak and the mountains, and we're like, "How do pe- more people not get in accidents? Like just distracted? Oh my gosh, yeah. Look at this. Oh, yeah. is- and yeah. then we're then we're driving home to Lincoln, and all you see is the Capitol. Like <laughs> yeah. that's your view. Driving no. here, we're in, going into Lincoln. Yeah. There's yeah. the Capitol building. Yeah. Well, if you look to your left, there's a memorial. You look to your right, oh, yeah. Pinnacle Bank. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. So there's yeah. a few things you can look at. <laughs> But I the the third day we were there. We did yeah, we did do a lot of other hikes. And it's funny that you keep talking about waterfalls because that was one of the things I wanted to see too. Like I just think waterfalls are so cool. They're just uh, like yeah. that water does not care. It is just gonna forge a path and I love waterfalls. So we did get to yeah. see a Which pretty was cool. The name of it what what was I can't even remember the name of it now. Something Seven, no, Saint Mary's something falls Mary's something. Falls, yeah, I can't remember. So it was like it was in the Cheyenne mountain range and it was like a three and a half mile hike up to this waterfall. And when we got there, I was just thinking like, this is so cool because, and you probably feel the same way. Probably every time you're seeing, we're seeing this waterfall. We put our feet in this waterfall and it's water coming from Pikes peak, snow melting coming down. And I'm thinking you can't just drive to this waterfall. Like, no, not everybody can just go see it. Yeah, you have like, to earn. You earn that view. You earn the experience. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. which is really cool for me. It was kind of like a, just a, really, I don't know, not majestic. <laughs> it's like a really 
cool moment when my feet were in that water and I was just thinking, I just feel so blessed that I'm physically able to do this and I'm in good enough shape that I can go out and I can see this. And, you know, that's just, it was just really cool for us to experience that. Yeah. Uh, There are many, many waterfalls that you can actually drive up to here and you Mm -hmm. can just see like Multnomah Falls is the tallest waterfall in Oregon, I believe. And uh, that's, it gets to be kind of like a zoo there. Yeah. Right. Right. Don't want to go there like super early in the morning, but um, uh, you know, so that's, that's really cool. But uh, I do thank my legs often for working and my feet uh, for getting me around because uh, there was a time that I couldn't really walk. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like so great to be able to get there and, you know, have a body that's somewhat reliable. Mm-hmm. And well, because yeah. I, I know that in, in the pictures you sent me, the first picture oh. you sent me, that that gal wouldn't be able to climb up these mountains. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was um, so that was I had had a full foot reconstruction and a calf lengthening. And so I was actually using my, um, I walk, I couldn't, couldn't really walk, uh, very well for, um, maybe a year. So it was like right after I got to Oregon, um, I don't even know why I'm not sure if I like my arches had fallen or what happened. Cause I have really flat feet and, uh, just one day kind of my foot started to hurt and it hurt more and more and more until it was just like, at one thirty in the afternoon, I would be done walking. Like I would be uh, just put my pajamas on after I get off work and sit in my chair. And that was it. That was my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I had finally gone to the doctor who was like, your foot looks weird. And uh, then the doctor sent me to a specialist and was like, well, it looks like your heel has become detached from your foot. <laughs> and uh, so you need this full foot reconstruction. We'll try physical therapy first. Um, but um i i didn't know how i was going to be able to do that since it's like i think it's like it was six months before i could like walk Mm -hmm. again and um it's like a year recovery but i'm still like kind of recovering from it he said that i might uh i'd probably only be able to maybe run like two miles Mm -hmm. so this is kind of like been a ha ha moment like where i'm doing a lot more than running two miles you know i climbed up Mount hood to the very top, like done so many cool things now that as I'm so grateful for the feet that I have and as challenging as it is, it's so worth it. The, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're to like, continue. you're out there, like some of the pictures you, you're like climbing with ropes and like, we just hiked on yeah. our feet. I mean, we didn't have to, <laughs> we yeah. weren't like so hanging, swinging from a mountainside. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's like getting to yeah, be. Yesterday, that was my first uh, rappel was yesterday. Um, so my friend, uh, my friend Mark, that's come into my life. Um, I've met him and his wife, Stacy, are just like spectacular people. And Mark is a, a wonderful mountaineer. Um, absolutely amazing. And so he's been sort of like, uh, he's probably going to hate that I'm saying this, but he's been my mentor uh, through all of this because he's the one who's helped me like figure out what I need to do to get where I'm at. And uh, yesterday, him uh, he took me and he had a team together and we all went up on Mount Washington and that's where um, we roped up for part of it. So if we fell, mm-hmm. we wouldn't fall too far. Mm-hmm. And uh, then on the way down, you just you have your harness on, you clip in and you rappel down. And at one point my feet were 
um, above my head, I would oh, say. Oh, <laughs> like, so that was a little scary, but uh, scary. You know, I worked it out. You know, <laughs> yeah. We we we've tried to do some wall climbing in a controlled environment inside of a building <laughs> and I get up about 15 feet and I'm like, look down. I'm just like, you freeze like your body yeah. freezes. Oh. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a huge mental thing. I think it's probably oh, more yeah. mental. Yeah. That's so cool. There's been a lot of like desensitization, I think, uh, that I've had to do. And like, I don't know, I think maybe it was just from like climbing trees when I was younger. Uh, I've, I just really, I remember the first time going up Mount Hood, I remember thinking about that climb because you have to use your ice tools or your ice axe and your ice tool and, and you wear crampons and, you know, it's very, very serious because there's like ice falling down at you and uh, you put on your helmet and you climb like a wall basically. And mm. um, I remember thinking about it and thinking how scary it's going to be. And I was terrified, but excited all at the same time. And then getting to do it was just like, I wasn't as scared anymore. Like all the things that I was afraid of were just like things that my mind had uh, made me believe was going to be really scary to me. We got, but a, it wasn't. We got yeah. a couple, we got a couple texts. I want to read them. And then I want to talk more about the Mount hood climbing up Mount hood. So okay. a couple texts real quick. One is from your daughter says, I am so oh. very proud of you, Amy. I love you. Or no, from your mom. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. You're probably like, oh, what are you talking about? I love you, mom. Oh. From your mom. Okay. I just missed oh, that. Oh, you, yeah. Okay, yeah. I read it the same way, too. I thought it, it said, I love you, mom, not I love you, mom. Typical. Oh. You just, you didn't read all of the words. You this just... is a typical male reading <laughs> this text, as yes. Harris and I, Harrison and I both botched it. We were like, oh, we read it the same way. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's one. Nice. And then the next one, um, says, Amy likes to discount her ability in the mountains. As someone that's been climbing with her, I can tell you she's a natural at everything she does. She's an absolute inspiration, absolute joy to be around. Her spirit and energy is infectious. It makes it all makes all our adventures type one fun. I'm not her mentor. I'm her friend. <laughs> yeah, I, it I is. was going to say, yeah. doesn't, didn't say his name, but I'm assuming that yeah. that's who it was. So um, thank you. Yeah. For, appreciate you guys listening. That's so cool. So Mount Hood, we had some friends that lived in Camas, Washington, which is just north of Portland. So Nicole yep. and I, we've been to Portland with our kids. Oh, it probably would have been like 2008, maybe. Um, we flew out to Portland, and I remember being in the plane. Mm -hmm. And as you're flying there, the pilot's like, okay, now if you look off to your left, there's Mount Hood. If you look off to your right, there's Mount St. Helens. <laughs> And we look over and you see Mount St. Helens like on TV, yeah, yeah. you know, being in the Midwest for like to look out the plane and you're like, oh my gosh, there's, it's just flat <laughs> at the top. Like right. it was really cool to right. see. So yeah. Like when you look at Mount hood, you don't think that like, cause you see all that snow and ice. Like I never thought people would could climb, climb to the it. top of yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So that's really, yeah. really cool. So how long of a hike is that? Like, what do you have to do to prepare for that? Um, uh, like nutritionally well, and stuff like that for yeah. a long day like that. So, um, what I did to prepare for it, um, I, there's a, a couple, what we call trainer hikes that are like mountain stats, basically. Like, um, I think Kings mountain, I can't remember what the stats are on that, but, um, basically it's very, very steep. And you just go up that as often as possible. You're just training yourself to go up. Uh, so there is like the first part of 
climbing Mount Hood is you hike up to Devil's Kitchen, and then uh, you put on. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You hike up to Palmer's. It's Palmer Ski Lift, and then you stay uh, at Palmer. You take a break. You want to hydrate. You want to eat. Um, you want to take care of your body, uh, and then you hike up a steeper hill to uh, Devil's Kitchen, and then you stop and you hydrate and you take you know you eat and make sure your body's good again. And then after that really, really steep hike, uh, that's when the technical part starts. Um, so generally, it's after Palmer, you put on your crampons, uh, you have your ice axe out, you have your helmet on. And the, and, the crampons, that's like the shoes, right? With the little like, well, spikes? Well, that's uh, metal spikes. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, <clears throat> they attach. Very large. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't like when you let's say down in snow, you don't want to have those on because they can actually get stuck in snow and you can break your ankle. Mm. Uh, so it's it's they're very serious. Yeah, for ice. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yes, for because uh, uh, there's micro spikes, but those don't really stick in the ice too much. Like you want big long spikes that are gonna keep you in there because that's what's saving your life, mm -hmm. you know, from falling down the mountain. Um, but. Then you go over, uh, what we did was my first time went, uh, over, basically it's a very steep, uh, narrow ridge called the Hogsback, and you hike along there, I guess. And then you start, eventually you go on this really narrow traverse over to the old chute was my first one. And, uh, you just start climbing up. You have to stick your ice axe and your ice tool into the snow and just, climbing up uh you know you kick your steps in um and you do that all the way to the top and it's pretty exhausting but it's it was definitely somewhere i, I cried at the top a few times because <laughs> <laughs> it's very very hard well we always say when we ever we have guests on there's always always someone crazier than you are <laughs> yeah whenever you think you're doing so, something crazy yes. there's always someone crazier I mean, there's probably people, there's people crazier than climbing Mount Hood, but that sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, you know, and again, I thought that climbing up that wall was going to terrify me. And I thought there's a, at the top, there's, it's basically what I call a ridgeline uh, at the yeah. top. That's the catwalk. And um, I guess my catwalk was pretty wide, but it's, I mean, sheer drop offs on both sides. But so I thought that was going to be really terrifying to me, but it was just like getting up to the top, getting up man, it was just so amazing that I didn't even like realize I was walking across this really steep ridgeline. Yeah, I wanted to talk about to that. Summit. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I think we do that so much in oh, our yeah. minds. We we lit, we think about things in worst case scenarios, you know? Oh, yeah. And then you're in it and it's not, it's not none of the stuff that you're afraid of. Hap I mean, sometimes right. it does, but like that was a huge yeah. discovery for you. And I think it's uh, important yeah. for everyone to take that with them, like from listening that your fears is probably what's holding most people back. You know, it's yes. not the reality of the, of doing yes. the thing. It's the fear of doing it. That's holding yes. you back. Yes, exactly. Like what's that quote? The don't let the fear of striking out, keep you from playing the game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, um, just like uh, right before any climb, really, I get I, I still have pretty bad anxiety at times. And um, right before the Mount Washington climb, actually, I had messaged my friend Mark and uh, I was like, I, you know, I don't know, uh, maybe I should drive my car to the trailhead. Like I started really getting my head 
And, um, you know, and, and on my end, I was like, God, I don't know if I can do this. What, what am I going to do if I freeze? Like, am Mm -hmm. I going to be strong enough to do this? Like, holy crap, I'm going to be like in the middle, like on the wall, like on the, you know, the rocks and I won't be able to go anywhere because I'll be too scared. And that didn't happen at all. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just your anxiety lives you. And if you push past that and keep pushing past that, uh, it's, I don't know if it ever gets like easy, but maybe that's what makes it so spectacular Mm -hmm. is when you get to that summit, whatever your summit is, you know, that Mm -hmm. when you get to that summit, it's like, it feels so good. And I know for me, it's been the actual summit that like, it's a mountain high. Mm -hmm. It's just so incredible. Well, we're, and it's great. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, (laughs) it's just great to have friends who will, uh, I guess, change the channel on that anxiety. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. like when I tell my friend Mark, like, I am terrified. What can I do? Like, what am I going to do? And he'll just say, get out of your head. Mm-hmm. And it just changing the channel a little bit for me is what I need. You know, like, he's like, you'll be fine. I got you, you know, and uh, he he does. So I always feel very safe. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more, get some more cool stories from Amy uh, with her journeys out or adventures, Amy's adventures out in (laughs) uh, Oregon. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Fitness Fanatics 93.7 The Ticket.